I'm Luke. And I'm Ollie. And we love our sport, don't we? Yes, we do. I've been lucky enough to work in sport and volunteer in a few different sports and really love watching my two young boys, including Oliver right next to me, participate in a whole range of different sports and seeing the joy and excitement that that provides them. And I'm Molly and I'm a total sports nut and love all sports. And we hope you enjoy our podcast. Welcome to the podcast. We're here with Mitch. How are you going? Good, thank you. Thanks for having me. No worries. Thanks for coming on. So um, I'd like to sort of start to get to know our guests a little bit and just ask you sort of a few questions about um, sort of where you're from and what you do. So yeah, sort of over to you. Uh, Yeah, so from Hobart, um, born and raised in Hobart, uh, down in Kingston, we started. Made the transition over to Mornington, the Eastern Shore, two and a half years ago now. The sunny side. Yeah, the sunny side, yeah, <laughs> as I keep getting told, but I don't know about it. <laughs> yeah, maybe not at the moment. Not at the moment. No, I don't think there's any sunny parts in Tassie, but it's all right. Um, yeah, did my schooling down there at St. Aloysius uh, from kinder to year 10, and then went to Guildford Young for 11 and 12. Um, yeah, played junior cricket down there. At, I started at... The Kingston Crows, I played on my juniors okay. at. Yep, um, down Kingston Main Tribal. Yeah, yeah. Dad played there, played in the senior side, so I just played there and that's played there with my schoolmates. Um, and uh, and then transitioned to Kingborough for under 15s and 17s, yep. I think, and then played a bit of second grade and third grade before moving to Newtown. Yeah. Very good. So cricket's obviously a big sport for you is there um any other sports that you sort of uh really connected to or is it all about cricket really it kind of was all about cricket i played footy till about under 14s i reckon yeah um and then only recently probably four or five months of hardcore golf um yeah yeah so that's that's my other sport that i'm playing at the moment Um, how how are you hitting them not too bad not too bad handicaps about 13 i think that's right yeah not too bad. Hopefully you can get it down into single figures soon. But yeah, nice. See how we go. Very good. And uh, what inspired you to, to get involved in cricket? You, you mentioned your dad there. Yeah. Um, yeah, what, what was sort of got you involved in the first place, do you think? Yeah, definitely dad. Um, he played with a great group of mates that he had, um, that he's still mates with now. Um, and they just did everything together, um, even as adults with kids. Um, so I guess as, as they were all together, we were... We went to every Tuesday, Thursday training with them, hitting in the nets, probably annoying all the senior players. Um, Saturdays in the nets, all yeah, that sort of stuff. Oliver. <laughs> That's all right. Um, yeah, so I've kind of just been born into cricket and yeah, nice. loved it yeah. forever. So, yeah. And who were some of your idols growing up? Um, Whether it be cricket or other sports? Yeah. I love Shane Watson. Yep. Um, I love watching him play. Um, that's you're, cricket. you're the second guest on the podcast. To really? Who else? Who else? So that? Sam Rainbird. Yeah, okay. Yeah, big Watto fan. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's probably the main one. Yeah. I love watching him play. There, I, there were so many people. Um, it kind of transitioned into Mitch Marsh. Yep. Um, similar players, I guess. Yeah. But, yeah, I just love watching those two play. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Um, and do you have any nicknames? Funnily enough, um, 
Tim Payne actually started calling me Bison because <laughs> there you he go. thought I looked like I ran like Mitch Marsh or something like that. Yeah. So it's kind of stuck a little bit around the boys, but I hate it. <laughs> so embarrassing. Like, there's only he's he's the boss. He's Mitch the Marsh boss. is the boss, yeah. and I'm. You want your own? Yeah. Oh, not even that I want my own. I just don't want. You don't want his. No, yeah. I don't want his. Yeah. So. Any others that you got sort of growing up? Or uh, not really. No. 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 Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. Oh, we might have to come up with one. Oh, what do you reckon? Nah. We'll have a think. Um, <laughs> and is, do you have an, a sporting number? Did you sort of have a number? Uh, yeah, number sixteen. Sixteen. Yeah. Where's that? Born come on from? the sixteenth. Yeah. Okay. And sorry, another sporting idol that I forgot. I love Jonathan Brown. Oh yeah. The Brisbane Lions. Yeah. He was number sixteen. So. Oh, very good. Yeah. Yeah, that's where that comes from. Uh. So footy team, yeah, Lions, Lions supporter. Yeah. yeah, how did that come about? Dad went for them. Yeah, okay. Um, sounds like I'm just following Dad here. <laughs> that's usually what happens. Uh, yeah, Dad went for him. Yeah. I was born in two thousand and one, so I think we won two thousand one, two thousand two, two thousand three. So, yeah, start. Oh, I um, do remember watching those. Yes. Uh, when I was, oh, I'm gonna give away my age. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Uh, very good, and. You've got some siblings that are heavily involved in sport. I've seen your brother's name in uh, in around footy yep. in recent times, mm-hmm. uh, playing for the Devils in, yep. the, in the NAB League. And am I right saying you've got a sister that plays netball? Yeah, she's in state league. in the under-15 state team, I think. They're about to go to Canberra in July. Canberra, yeah, let's talk about that at work today, because oh, I yeah. work at Netball Taz, so oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard her name... Uh, pop up in things. So. Yes, no, she's in that, which is good. So you're obviously a sporting family. Is that um, you've obviously mentioned your dad a bit? Did yeah. did your mum or anyone else sort of in the family play sport? Uh, sort of yeah, influence you guys. Mum played hockey. Yeah, which none of us do. Um, <laughs> my sister tried it, but I'm not much of a fan. Um, yeah, that was her sport, hockey. Um, that's that's basically it. Dad with cricket. Dad played a bit. They both played a bit of squash back in the day. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's about it. No, no, no netballers, no footballers. Yeah, um, but they obviously encourage you guys to yeah. sort of get involved in sport. And, yeah, yeah. So they've kind of given us an an outlet in each sport, like given us opportunities to play everything. And yeah, I think we've all kind of found our sport at the moment, uh, right now. So yeah, obviously me cricket, cam footy, and Jess with her netball. So very good. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's full on lifestyle. But yeah, I'm sure they enjoy it yeah. as much as they can play. <laughs> Well, speaking of which, um, I had this noted down to ask you about at some point, and um, given we're talking about your, your parents, now's a good, good a time as any. There's a TV, TV ad that uh, you're in for, I believe it's for RACT. Wilson Holmes. Oh, Wilson Holmes, sorry, yeah. my yeah. mistake. That's right. Um, Wilson Holmes. Yeah. Now, I'm led to believe it's not your actual parents they in the ad. parents, no. <laughs> They're paid actors, I believe. Um, They're yeah. quite convincing, though. They? They yeah. Look, quite passionate about yeah. how you're performing although I don't think mum and dad would carry on that much on the, <laughs> the sidelines but no they are, they are I get that question a lot yeah they're not my parents have you got much flack for that dad or not really no, no. not until oh, now not until now not in, no, no. I get asked about it a lot yeah just mainly that question yeah um, <laughs> so yeah it's just one of those things yeah yeah mum and my, my real parents aren't too happy with it aren't but they? no I can imagine if they asked them to go on the other, would have said no. So yeah, <laughs> there's no. Yeah, that's that. Comes with the territory, I guess, doing those sort of things. So, yeah, yeah. 
good to get yourself out there. You never know, it might be a career path after cricket. Yeah, don't reckon. We'll see how we go. <laughs> well, speaking of cricket, um, just a few months ago, uh, you were lucky enough to captain Newtown Cricket Club to first grade premiership. First one in 52 years I had written down, or it was yeah, 50 something so. anyway. 52 I think, yeah. 52 year drought. So um, yeah, talk, talk us through sort of that experience and, and maybe even sort of back to, um, you mentioned playing for Kingborough and then yeah. um, obviously you transitioned over to Newtown at some point, so how did that sort of come about and what sort of led you to to the previous season just gone and, and, and winning that premiership? Yeah, so uh, my move from Kingborough kind of on the back of not getting much opportunity down there. Um, I had a talk to, so Pete DiVinuto, the coach of Newtown, um, was coming on board the same time that I was kind of looking around a little bit. Yeah. Um, and I sat down and had a chat with him and he was great. Like, he was a type of person that obviously looked up to his brother and Michael um, and what he says is he didn't take his opportunities. So... Yep. he coaches other people to take those opportunities and be able to grow like that so I thought that was a great opportunity um, to join him and join a club that was down the bottom and had been down the bottom for a long time and try and be the player that had to win us games yeah um, which I, I liked that that aspect of going there um, so I knew it was going to be a grind once I got there uh, so what year did you move over I played three seasons there okay yeah so yeah three years ago um, yeah, I knew it was going to be a grind, but I didn't really think we'd have this much success this early. Um, obviously, we had the addition of the two Menenti brothers and AJ Mosca, yep. um, and also Jack Montgomery, who was kind of just turned up on our doorstep and turned out to be pretty amazing. <laughs> so um, yeah, we were lucky in recruiting a few of those guys, but that was that was always the the plan long term to get a few guys in. Um, and be able to teach the younger guys we had how to win because yep. the club was obviously a losing club for the last however many years mm. um, so we just had to change the culture and I think over the last three years we've, we've done that and now hopefully we can continue this winning culture for as many years as possible but yeah, yeah nice. no, it's a really good story um, yeah as you said and, and certainly my time Newtown's um, always sort of struggled yeah. uh, on the field and um, yeah I actually just sort of made a note of some of the players that have played for Newtown over the journey and, and there's so many amazing names mm. but a lot of them went and furthered their career elsewhere yeah. I, I don't you know know having not talked to them all but I, I guess part of that was because of the lack of success and, and yeah and I, I believe I don't know how long ago it was but we had a really good group and think something happened whether it was with the board with a coach or whatever and it, it, I think a group of six of them left included like Damien Wright I think if you yeah there was a few that um, um, sort of went to Clarence at the time Clarence, I think. Yeah. yeah so I'm not sure what happened back then I, I'd like to go and talk to them too and see yeah. what happened but um, yeah. I guess all you can do is like you just said sort of change the future and, and change that mentality and culture which yeah obviously um, prove um but it did happen yeah. in the in the last twelve months with that um, first grade premiership, and, yeah. and hopefully, like you said, that can sort of kickstart a new era for the club. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like some of the names, just to quickly read through them, like across different eras. But um, Roger Woolley, yeah. uh, Keith Bradshaw, uh, who passed away last year, uh, Rod Tucker, uh, Mark Atkinson, uh, Scott Mason, uh, Mark Cosgrove in later years, Shannon Tubb, Andrew Feckety. 
Nathan Wegman, who's I think still still, around, yeah. still playing in yeah, one of the greats. Yeah, like Damien Wright, you mentioned Andrew Downton, uh, Sean Klingleffer, uh, and then probably not sort of known outside of sort of Hobart and and um, cricket has Premier League circles, but but big names sort of locally in uh, Scott Keeling, Stockdale, um, Jeff Rowlands from a few years ago, and yeah. and John Smeaton, who. Um, yeah, Smeaton and obviously Rod Tucker went on to umpire, and I think Jeff Rollins did it as well, but um, certainly Smeaton and Tucker at a, a high level. So some pretty big names there. Um, yeah. And I just wrote down as well David Shepherd, yeah. um, who uh, actually coached me for a year, although he doesn't remember it. Oh, really? <laughs> I played under-15s at Newtown, so yeah, okay. yeah. I've just put myself down yeah. there as yeah. well. Um, <laughs> big, right. big name for that yeah, one season it. I played at Newtown. <laughs> I wasn't happy with it. <laughs> Just getting a shake of the head from Oliver here. <laughs> um, so you haven't seen my name up on the honour boards there at all? I've looked very hard. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, well, you yeah. You're probably going to have to look pretty hard to yeah. find. <laughs> but, um, so, yeah, so obviously you're creating sort of a new era um, with yourself and the group sort of coming through and, and hopefully you guys can sort of, you know, add yourself to, to those names and, and be sort of... Um, yeah, um, legends of the club That's over the next few years. Yeah. Um, just wanted to ask you about a, a couple of other things to do with, with Newtown. Um, so you've got some by, someone by the name of Chris Kay that plays uh, a lot in first grade and also second grade. Yeah. Um, can you pronounce your surname for us? I actually can, yeah. I, I got taught it. <laughs> I went on an under-17 state trip with him. He, he came on one of them and he, he knuckled... He, Got me to learn it, so. Kahata Peter Khan Kanamalaj. Sorry, say that again. Kahata Peter Khan Kanamalaj. Wow. Yes. There you go. So that's that. What up, Mitch? I hope there you go, Oliver. You're gonna have to learn it now. Yeah. So alphabet, where you'd like to call him? Yeah. Yeah. So, so do most of us. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, he's a he's a good young fella, but he is, uh, yeah. he's great. He's... I struggle to figure out how his name's pronounced, but there you go. There you go. Yeah. And he, he does a bit of footy umpiring as well, doesn't he? Umpiring, yeah. Yeah, he's one of those blokes that, you know, you kill to have at your club because he does absolutely everything. He wears his heart on his sleeve. He's, he's always got a smile on his face oh, when I see yeah, him. Loves yeah, loves it. He's one of the greatest club per, club people I've ever been lucky enough to be at the same club at. So, no, he's great. He's just injured himself though. He's out for six months with oh, a bulging disc or something. So, driving himself nuts. Not being an umpire, I reckon. Yeah. But hopefully that gets better soon. Uh, a couple other players. So you mentioned the Menenti brothers. So um, we've just heard in recent weeks that Ben's moved on again to uh, yeah. to South Australia because uh, he's got a, a contract over there. But um, Ben and Harry obviously joined the club last season. So how was it sort of having, I guess, particularly Ben, but... but um, with his experience, but both the players around the club yeah, uh, so con- contributed to the, the victory. Yeah, yeah. Um, we knew Ben was coming. We signed Ben to come um, with the hope that he'd get a contract, um, obviously in Tasmania, but um, South Australia offered him a couple of years, which Tassie couldn't do in their circumstances. So um, we're really happy for him because that was his goal coming down here to, to get contracted on a state list, uh, and he's done that. So... Um, they were all really proud of him and, and happy for him. As much yeah. as it leaves a big hole in our team, it, that's just one of those things. 
no one wants to just get to the to the first grade level and, and stay there. So yeah, we're happy for him. And um, Harry came down through not being uh, through not having through not starting in Sydney um, through COVID and weather and all that. He yeah made the move down. Um, oh, so he moved down here for better weather. Well, yeah, believe it or not. So it's a big thing that you go on about, isn't it, Oliver? <laughs> you, they reckon the weather down here is no good, but it's not too no, bad. Um, yeah, so he moved down just to, just to get a game, really, just get a, get a game in and started really well. Um, his plan was to go back at Christmas, but really liked it down here and, and started obviously really well. So he stayed, um, obviously, with a goal to get a contract as well. He's only 21. Um, so yep. his goal is to get a contract. Unfortunately, he hasn't this year. Um, not 100% sure what he's going to do yet. He's back home in Sydney at the moment. Yeah. Um, hopefully he comes back. I'm not yep. overly confident, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Wait and see. Yeah, yeah, we'll wait and see. Yeah. Yeah. And he took out the medal. Did he did take yeah. out the medal, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, like I said, we didn't plan to have Harry for this season. Yeah. Um, going into it, but... Massive bonus. Massive bonus, yeah. yeah. I don't reckon we would have been holding up the silverware without him, obviously. Winning the medal. And how were the celebrations? Yeah, pretty long actually. Um, yeah, a few days of, of sitting in a pub. So, <laughs> no, it was good. Um, you yeah, enjoyed it. Put in a lot of hard work over the season, so it's good yeah. to yeah. unwind and celebrate. Yeah. That was good. Enjoyed them. And uh, someone else we've actually been looking to get on the podcast, and he has said he will, but yet to actually pin him down. Is uh, Ryan Lees? Yeah, okay. Have you played much uh, cricket with Lees? Well, I didn't play with him at Newtown. Okay. Um, but I've I've done a bit of training with him, and I know. Yeah. yeah so. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, you can get him on. He'll be good. Yeah. Man from Flinders Island. Yeah. Um, and you're wearing uh some attire from Cord Boys. Yes. And we'll do a little tag when we uh post. Awesome. Post about this episode. So to get around them, but uh, talk us through what Cord Boys are all about. Yeah, so Cord Boys is a business I run with two other mates, Jack and Tyler Wilmot. Um, started about, jeez, probably pushing on a year now, a year ago we started. Um, Tyler and Jack actually just did corduroy hats for North Hobart Footy Club, um, and just, just did them off their own bat, like just to make a bit of money for their players' account at North Hobart. And, um, kind of said oh like I, I really like them like I think we should make a business try and get a lot of clubs involved um which we have I think we've done probably 20 clubs now 25 clubs um and we've just started a website to do other sort of hats so I think we're going to go into like a golf range do some golf designs oh, nice. do, um, yeah. like just normal core boys ones just just have more of a range out there so you can go on the website and buy that and buy that whatever yeah um so yeah, it's 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 nice to get. It gives me a bit of a balance um, where I can come home and not think about cricket and do a bit of work on this and and that sort of stuff. So yeah, we're moving slowly, but it's going in the right direction. I think. Yeah, nice. Which is good. Yeah, like you say, probably good to have something else on the bubble that sort of keeps your yeah. mind separate from cricket at times. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Well, speaking of cricket. So uh, we've spoken a bit about your club cricket and yeah. the success at Newtown. You've also played a few games for both the Hurricanes. Uh, so 
if my stats are correct, seven games is what... Probably, yeah. You're obviously not not a stats man. No. Um, And three one-day games for Tasmanian Tigers? I don't know if that's accurate. Yep, that's accurate, I think. So, yeah, how's that sort of experience been over the last couple of years to play at at that level? And I guess what are your sort of uh, aspirations from here for for next season and beyond? Uh, Yeah, it's been great. The the 10 games I've played there... um, I've enjoyed all of them. I would have liked to get more opportunity to play, I think. Um, but I've, that's me just wanting to get out there. It's not... Um, I sometimes have to understand that I'm only 20 years of age, so just take a bit more of a backseat and, and keep learning um, and developing. But, no, I've really enjoyed... I love playing in front of crowds. Um, and those seven Big Bash games have, have been nerve-wracking, but I feel like I need to get those early ones out of the way so I can get comfortable and, and then do better um, once I'm more comfortable. So I've really enjoyed playing them. Um, and I think looking forward, I'd, I'd love to play a lot more games of that um, with those high-pressure moments, uh, especially Big Bash. One day is a little bit more relaxed, but yep. it's still moving quite fast. Um, and then obviously I want to I get the, the red ball cap on there as well. So, yeah, hopefully... This season will will hold that, but again, I'm only 20, so I can't yeah. look to rush it too much. You batter or a bowler? Uh, I'd say batting all rounder. I yep. think. Yeah, my yep. bowling's coming along, but I've always been kind of a batter. Yeah, bowls a little bit of something. Uh, you're a strong hitter. Um, you've you've had some little cameo. Well, I say little, some decent cameo innings, particularly at club cricket level. Remember, um, Tex who. Scores for Clarence, um, and, and we spent a bit of time talking to down at the club. He, he spoke about one of your innings uh, late in the season. I can't recall if it was a T20 game or a one-day game. But T20. What was, the, what was the score, Oliver? Like 69 of like 26 or something. Mm, he yeah, said it was some of, the, some of the cleanest hitting Texas seen, and he's seen a bit of hitting in his time. Um, so, yeah, uh, you obviously on your day you can... You can hit them out of the park pretty well. Yeah, it's funny with those days. You just sometimes you just feel like you're seeing the balls like beach balls, and you start really well, and, um, and then you don't really know whether to just bring it back or keep going or, <laughs> or whatever. But in the T20s, I just keep going. Um, I guess with um, you, you spoke earlier about a couple of your um, sort of players that you look up to with Shane Watson and, and Mitch Marsh. I guess they're those sort of destructive type of batting arounders. Yeah. Probably both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, Although arguably they their bowling was probably nearly as good as their batting, both yeah. of those players, but their batting was certainly that sort of aggressive, um, you know, destructive type type batting yeah. when they wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Mitch obviously still going around. Yeah. So is that sort of do you sort of model your game on that type of player, or do you think you're your own player? How do you sort of? Yeah, you, I think I definitely it? sort of model it on on the bigger hitters. Um, you see nowadays like Tim Davis doing really well just purely hitting every ball six. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's got that sort of cameo role at that number six, seven yeah. sort of position, doesn't he? Yeah, which in the teams, in the when I play for these teams, that's the kind of position I'm, I'm in at the moment. Um, so I, I, it's something that I want to get better at, being able to go out there and hit 30 or 10 balls or whatever it is yep. in that in the professional game. Yeah. Um, a little bit easier at clubland, obviously, but uh, yeah, that's... It's, that sort of bigger hitter role is something that I've kind of feel like I've always been naturally 
aggressive while I bat. Yeah. Um, so yeah, to get some technique and, and some, I guess, touch around that, um, this is what I want to do. So. Yeah. Yeah. And so how do you think that might sort of translate to, like you mentioned, ideally playing some red ball cricket, sort yeah. of, what, is your role a bit different, do you think, if you can crack a game in the, the Tiger Shield squad? It, would your role be a bit different, obviously, naturally, given the, the red ball game's yeah. less about strike mm-hmm. hitting? Um, do you feel like you can sort of play a role there as well? Yeah, I do. I, I, I don't want to take away from my natural game, which is hitting the ball. Yeah. Um, so I'm kind of going through my... I guess where I'm at now is trying to find that tempo switch between yeah. trying to hit a boundary every ball and being smart about which balls I, I try and hit for yeah. four. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm doing a lot of work on that at the moment. Um, uh, and Finesse of my game, sorry. Um, yeah. yeah. I guess someone like um, Bo Webster is, is probably naturally that type of player from what I've seen, and yeah. he sort of obviously found a good role um, in the Tiger Shield squad and, and captain a few yeah. games as well. And um, I guess being able to bowl uh, both spin and pace <laughs> helps as well, as well as his fielding. So yeah. he's got a few strings to his bow, but I guess he's... Um, showing that you can sort of be that aggressive power hitter but then sort of um you know build that into a a longer form um game yeah yeah so hopefully that's yeah. gives you some confidence that you can sort of absolutely yeah. find his a role, way his role's yeah. perfect i think yeah what he does so yeah hopefully fit a couple of those roles in there somewhere <laughs> uh very good so you you mentioned to me offline that um you're looking to go up to Darwin in just in the next few days, in fact? Yeah, I'm heading on the 20th, I believe. Um, yeah. Heading up there to play in the... It's called Cricket 365. Um, so they basically just get a bunch of players from each state. They're split them into four teams, and I think we play Sunday and... Sun, one day is on Sunday, and T20's on a Wednesday. Um, so up there for about eight weeks, I think, which will be good just to kind of hopefully kickstart the season a little bit. Have you been up there in previous seasons? I've went up there probably four seasons, uh, three seasons ago. Um, Tazzy took like a little, uh, I don't really even know what it was, development squad. Yeah. Um, up there for two weeks to play against a few of the strike league teams, which is the, the comp up there. So that was good. I enjoyed it. A lot of crocodile tours and that sort <laughs> of stuff. But no, looking forward to getting back up in the warmth. Yeah, nice. Um, so how many weeks are you up there? Eight, I think. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So that's a, a so good, that's good, stint, good yeah. hit out. Yeah. yeah. And then that's a, by the time that's all done, you I guess you'll be um, on the cusp of the season when you sort of get back. Yeah, I think I've got four weeks when I get back till game one for Tassie, so... Yeah. Hopefully you hit the ground running. And uh, who are some of your sort of closer teammates uh, at in the Tigers and, and Hurricane squad that you sort of like to spend a bit of time with? Uh, I spent a lot of time with Caleb Jewell and Sam Rainbird. Um, yeah. I know I've had Rainy on here before. Um, yeah, I spent a lot of time with those folks in more recent months. All the folks play golf, really. Yeah. Um, There'd be a few in the team? There's in a few, the, in the yeah. Squad. Yeah, there's probably 10 or 11 that yeah. play. Um, we're all out at Royal, so... Yeah, we, we fill a couple of spots in each Wednesday and Saturday and usually try and get out in the morning and then sit up in the clubhouse and have lunch and a beer. Yeah, no, it's great fun. I really enjoy it. Yeah, nice. 
And um, so you mentioned you uh, follow Brisbane Lions. Uh, how do you think they're going to go this year? They obviously started all right. Yeah. What's your sort of read on uh, how they're going to go the rest of the season? Well, I'd love to be confident, but the last few seasons we've done really well and got to the pointy end and choked up a bit. So I'm hoping we can learn from those those last few seasons, but we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. I don't know if Melbourne are beatable, but... Well, Freo beat them last week. We've got Freo this week over there, so... Yeah, big game. It's a massive game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Are you a passionate Brisbane supporter, or are you...? Yeah, I'd say I was. I still, still, like, watch all the games. Yeah. I'm not as heavily invested. I wouldn't wouldn't say, like, I I don't get a membership or anything like that, but... Yeah. I definitely still follow, like... Watch yep. every game for do all that stuff. But if I was a Tassie team, I'd probably jump ship. If, 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 if yeah, right. Like that. Yep. Yeah. So we've spoken about that on the podcast, haven't we, Oliver? Our our um, read on that is that we would still be secure supporters. Yeah, we'd, we'd be passionate Saints supporters, but Tassie would certainly be our second team. Yeah, and we'd probably buy a membership. Yeah, um, to support the club. Yeah. Mm. So we'll. Fair We'll find out in the next couple of months. It's yeah. all the talk at the moment, isn't it? That's it, yeah. Full on. Do you think that'll have any impact on cricket and its sort of status? Or I guess the... I'm not sure. Different time of year, so... Yeah, different time of year. Well, I, I wouldn't have thought so. I wouldn't have thought so. Well, like, basketball hasn't had a, ha- hasn't had a massive impact on cricket, so... No, that's right. Even though the seasons do clash. Yeah. Mm. yeah. It'll be interesting to see how the the hurricane home games go this year um yeah I, I went to the game in melbourne the first final the game three was it is that right uh, against John melbourne game, united against melbourne yeah yep. so game three the one that we won over there oh right to get yeah, yeah. The grand final. Yep. yeah i went over there the with, semi-final yeah with caleb um, yeah and we were, we were just saying how the atmosphere is unbelievable yeah we couldn't really see that happening in big bash games so I, yeah I'd love for it to be able to happen, but yeah, yeah. I guess one advantage basketball does have is being an indoor yeah, stadium. Everyone's kind of on top of each other, aren't they? And they can, they play the music, yeah. you know, basically non-stop throughout the whole game. Yeah. Or, you know, there's some sort of noise, whether it be mu- music or um, the MC talking or yeah, exactly. whatever it is. Yeah. Um, see crickets. Yeah, a bit different. A bit different. Yeah. Um, you buddy players get a bit precious about the music. Yeah, fair. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's a bit harsh. Um, but yeah, that, I mean that's that's just the nature of it, isn't it? Like yeah. an outdoor stadium, um, just yeah, you can't quite replicate that same atmosphere. But I guess you know the the key part of the challenge is just trying to get a a decent crowd along, and yeah. and if you can get you know ten thousand plus, then automatically the atmosphere is going to be there. Yeah, um, maybe not the same as an indoor stadium but yeah. as good as it can be close enough okay. yeah yes well we certainly try to go to every big bash game don't we mate yeah but we might try and go to every Jack Tempest game too <laughs> <laughs> fair enough uh, are there any other sports so you mentioned um, footy and, and basketball obviously just now yeah. is there any other sort of sports that you follow no, around the world really. no not, not a soccer fan no, not particularly. Um, been watching golf. 
I don't care going back to golf. But yeah, I've been since I've started playing out a bit more. I've been watching. Yep. Uh, yeah, the tournaments and how people go. So, have you been across the the new league that Greg Norman's involved in? Looking, I at haven't. No, up? I saw some, I saw an article on Facebook just for actually. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that'll be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. NRL also I've kind of started getting into. Obviously, there's a few Sydney boys coming down. That's their main sport. So yep. I started watching a little bit of them when just kind of hanging out with them and stuff. So yeah, okay. Have you picked a team? Uh, I've kind of always gone for the Broncos. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, just the Brisbane the connection. Yeah, yeah. I've kind of always said I've gone for them without following them. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I've just kind of jumped on those. <laughs> jumped on them. Yeah. I, I couldn't tell you how they're going, but. I'll, I'll go for it. <laughs> uh, State of Origin coming up shortly too. Yeah, that's yeah. always a good spectacle. Yeah, I right? watch that to be fair religiously yeah. with with dad. So yeah, yeah, yeah no, it's good. Yeah, yeah, I always try and give that a watch, even though yeah. I don't really care who wins. Yeah, but it's yeah. just a good spectacle, I think. That's yeah. yeah. Uh, very good. Um, well, thanks for your time. I guess to sort of finish things off, um, keen to just um ask you sort of what. Uh, sort of more generally like what sport has sort of done for you as a person and what sort of advice you'd have I guess to others um, you know thinking about sort of getting involved or you know um, giving sport a crack uh, whatever sport it might be sort of yeah do you have any sort of comments on that and any advice that you'd sort of pass on to others in, um, in that situation I kind of always I feel like I always say like if, if someone really wants it they'll they'll achieve it like if someone really wants to be a professional cricket or like football or whatever I, I say they will achieve it because I feel like I kind of had that I've always wanted to be a professional cricketer and I kind of made sure I did everything to make sure it happens that's just kind of how my story goes um, I wanted it so I worked hard enough to get it um, so yeah if you, if you find your passion that probably comes with passion as well I feel yeah. like if you find your passion as a youngster like probably all his age or or whatever you find your passion something that you're really passionate about it can take you a long way um yeah i think and yeah obviously there's all the cliches do all the hard work and all that sort of stuff um but they're all true yeah yeah you hear them a lot but Mm. when you actually think about it and go all right yeah i do need to work hard um i do need to do that extra session make sure I'm on time and all that sort of stuff. It it makes a hell of a difference in the long run. So, yeah, I feel like passion will, will take you a long way. Um, yeah. And then all the other stuff just comes with it. So, yeah. yeah uh, good answer. Definitely. Um, I guess on that note, do you, what do you sort of pride yourself on? Like you said about, you know, being on time and, and doing, you know, the extra session if you need to and that sort of thing. Do you, you sort of pride yourself on your, your training and your commitment to it or? Uh, yeah. I'd like to think my um, professionalism, so getting there on time, yeah. making sure I recover, do all that sort of stuff. Um, I I kind of look at that as a non-negotiable. That's just just what happens. Yeah. Um, and then all the skills based stuff and and doing all that, doing extras of that. I just, especially during season, I just need to make sure I'm ready to play on a Saturday or whatever yeah. the the games are. Um, yeah, I need to make sure whether it's hitting for 20 minutes or sitting for two hours for a game to make sure I'm ready I try and do that yeah so yeah sometimes it's hard with 
especially in the last couple of years with bubbles and yeah. only allowed to the game certain time and all this sort of stuff, it's hard, but yeah, just try and make it work. Yeah. Something I sort of reflect on, um, I've heard a few people talk about Ricky Ponting, and there he is over in the corner, just by there the way. G'day, Rick. Quiet. He's a bit quiet. <laughs> Painting <laughs> there as much. well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I've heard a few people talk about Ricky Ponting. He was obviously very talented as a junior, and I think they actually changed the rules in junior cricket yeah, because he was scoring so many runs and he had to retire and all that sort of stuff. Um, but coming through when he was, you know, 14, 15, 16, and he went to the cricket academy in Adelaide when it used to be over there. But like I've heard people say, you know, so he had all the talent in the world, but he was still probably the most committed person at training. Mm. And I remember seeing from working at Cricket Taz many years ago um, when he was still playing and he, he, you know the team came down the Australian team and um, it might be the day before a game or what have you and they're out there training just in like fielding drills he'd be the one like taking the most catches yeah. making the most throws yeah. have the most energy out of anyone on the ground yeah. even though he probably had the most talent yeah, out yeah. of anyone yeah. which sort of yeah I guess um, to sort of back up your point that you know, those things um, obviously do make a difference and, yeah, putting your, your energy and commitment to something is what, I guess, gets you to that next level. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that wasn't really a question there, sorry, but... Uh, no, that's right. Hold <laughs> on, you're right. Exactly right, I'm not saying. All right, well, um, thanks very much for your time. Uh, great to hear a bit about your story and we obviously uh, follow along and, um, yeah try and uh, catch you out on the out on the field when uh, we're around club cricket or um, yeah. down at Hurricanes or, or Tigers games um, definitely look out for you and uh, we obviously wave to you down the street because yeah. you live yeah. just down the road um, so yeah all the best for obviously firstly Darwin and and getting a good hit out up there and then um, for the next summer hopefully um, you're getting some more games in with the Tigers and the Hurricanes and thank you Maybe some red ball cricket. Let's hope, yeah. And maybe back to back for Newtown. Yeah, let's hope. See how we go. <laughs> Should be right. <laughs> well, well, thanks for your time, Mitch. No worries. Thanks for having me. No worries. Enjoyed it.